Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and the Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our very own Boom Bang Oh My Gosh Wow podcast, which you can find along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. Today, I'm happy to have a returning Firebird Book Award-winning author to share with you. She is Martha Thompson, and her winning book is titled A Made Soldier, Armed and Armored by God. Martha is an ordained prophetess and has been walking with the Lord all of her life. She is a two-time winner for her first book called Behind the Prophetess, Mask, and her story gives you the hope desperately needed for transformation in your life to fight the good fight. Be courageous and bold for the kingdom of God. So much to find out today. So welcome back to the network, Martha. Hello, Pat. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to have you back. And congratulations once again on the Firebird Book Award winning book. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm glad. So book number two, uh, we talked, we had an interview before about your previous book. Give us maybe just a little peek into this one. So this one, um, A Made Soldier, Armed and Armored by God, is a book where God had um, really ushered me to talk about uh, being a soldier for his army. Uh, I talk about it in the first book, Behind the Prophetess Mask, you know, about my life and what I went through, and we talked about that. But this one talks about how... um, I was adopted into his kingdom as a soldier, as a prayer warrior, and and uh, he, he the Lord would give me strategic plans as far as putting on the full armor of God, and he has me to break down the armor. We're just talking um, about every piece of the of the um, a soldier's uh, protection and gear to fight the battle and the war, the things in the in the supernatural realm and not in the physical realm. But as you know, what a soldier wears is what we have to fight in the spiritual. So those are the things that the Lord had me to talk about. And, um, you know, I'm excited to talk about that today. Great. Great. Now these books could be standalone. They could be read standalone. Yes. Well, if you want to know about my story, uh, you can read the first book and then you can see how God had transitioned me from, uh, living my life of, in the world to transitioning into the um, into a, a soldier, so it would be good to get the first book, and then so you would understand my life and what I went through, and then how how God had ushered me into a soldier, which was so which would take you to this book. Okay, excellent. That's what I kind of thought. Might want to read them both, but not necessarily. Yeah. So we talk about soldiers and battles. We're using military terms here. Why is that? Well, because um, if you look at, at God's um, strategic um, hierarchy, there's there's a hierarchy in the battle in the in the military ranking in the system with the armies and the demons. So I talk about those things in the book. I talk about uh, that there's different ranks on both uh, good versus evil. Um, it's important to strategically understand how to fight through prayer. Because these are the things and the battles that sometimes we don't see. So those are the things that he had uh, quit me uh, and breaking down each armor. 
but he took me into a different realm of uh, to talk about it in in what a soldier would normally wear if if one is out on the battlefield and it, it coincides with what it is what is it it is in the natural it is in the spiritual so it's it's parallel to what God is speaking to us so that's what he had me to break down okay do we want to talk about some of the battles that you faced in your life because they eventually ended in in a victory really yes. Yes. So there was a few things. Um, I mean, I, I, I battled a lot of things, you know, uh, growing up and I talk about it in the first book of what I went through, uh, it, you know, um, being, um, the only daughter in the house. I had both uh, parents that were deaf. I had to interpret for my parents, you know, being mocked, being laughed at as a little girl. Uh, I was a teenage mom at the age of 15. I talk about being a domestic violence survivor. So there, there was a lot of things that I, I went through uh, when I was younger um, that that helped me to know that as I look back on my life now, uh, now that I'm older, that I knew that God's hand was upon my life and He had He had covered me from from things um, that could have been worse. But as He had um, showed me my identity in Him, that's when He began to show me that I was a soldier that was made by Him. And he had made me this strong person to deal with those things and come out uh, on the other side uh, with victory. Wow, so much in your past. And and I know that there's others that experience many of these things. And there's always got to be that question, why me? And And then what do you do with that question? And how, what steps did you take to get from that question that I'm sure you asked, like, why am I going through this to where you are today? Absolutely. So many nights, you know, crying unto God and praying and fasting, uh, just didn't know who I was in Him and, um, asking Him why, why did I have to go through these things? And He said, you know, why not you? He, He had equipped me. He had showed me that, uh, that I was strong and able to go through those things, knowing that He was, He was always with me. He was, He was never, um, not there for me. All I had to do was call out his name and know that he was there. So those are the things I had to rely on calling, calling, um, his name out and being intimate with him through my prayers. And that, and it's that secret place and, and the most, um, darkest place of your life when your heart is broken is you're, you're seeking for answers. And when I got on my face and got in my closet and, and got, and got in that dark place where I felt that there was no hope it was a light shining through and that was his love and his grace and his mercy to tell me that he made me to be this soldier and that I could fight this fight and win. Well, what about those that can't get to that spot? How, how did you, what was your journey to get you to meet God and, and to, to realize that somebody was there to help you? The, the hardest part is really looking at yourself in the mirror, knowing that you need help. So when nobody is available, when nobody's around, and you're at your lowest lowest uh, point in your life where you can go nowhere but up, that was the, the, the darkest time that I had where I felt hopeless, and I just had to cry out to God with much pain in my heart, knowing that, that nobody would would be there to help me usher me into another place where I can see the light. So it's that dark, intimate place that I would get on the floor and cry out to God with my broken heart and give him all the broken pieces of my heart 
so he can put me back together to make me the person that I am today. And that's where he that's where he said that he made me to be a soldier. That through all that hurt and the pain that I went through, it was me holding on to him, and he was making me and molding me and shape, shaping me into that soldier. And so now, as a soldier, you feel that you have a duty, I guess, to to warn and to help and to be there for others. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the things and the passion that I have now, uh, you know, knowing who I am and my identity in God is that he had made me to be a soldier, not only to um, help uh, myself, you know, through prayer, but to help others um, in their walk and their journey. And I'm able to identify those that are needing um, that are, are brokenhearted, those that need prayer, those that need just a, a little bit of encouragement and a pick-me-up. You know, sometimes all you have to do is just have a kind heart and smile at somebody because that can change a whole perspective, uh, a person's perspective in their life because you don't know what people go through. A lot of people go through, you know, especially what we're going through now with COVID, there's a lot of dark days that people think that they're not able to get through. But if we can just encourage somebody and ask them if they need prayer, that is the one thing that I do is, and my and my husband, uh, he, he is funny because he calls me the elevator lady. <laughs> Anytime I'm in the elevator and God starts begins to speak to me about that person, they get off the uh, the floor and I say, "Excuse me, let's speak to him for a second. So I get off the elevator and um, you know I just start ministering to that person, and it's a place where I'm able to identify what they're going through and give them a prophetic word from the Lord. To be able to give them the hope that God is hearing their prayers and that they're not, uh, their prayers are not falling on deaf ears. God is a real God and he hears our prayers and he always wants to see us succeed in life. So I always say, you know, we have to fight this battle. It's, uh, it's good versus evil, you know, and we have to uh, get on the winning side, which is God. Mm. How is that received, Martha? Have you ever gotten off an elevator and said, excuse me to someone and, and they did not want to hear what you had to say? Talk to me about the reactions that you get. No, I've never, uh, thank God so far. I have not, uh, pretty much when God speaks to me and uh, gives me a prophetic word for a person or, a a, a a word of knowledge to be able to give to that person. I believe it gets them. I, I get them at the right place at the right time. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, because God has given me the word, but I've never, um, I've never been, uh, well, I guess after this interview, I'm sure I'll be, somebody's going to say something, but no. <laughs> I usually don't get rejected. Usually they receive me very well. Usually, uh, they are at a place, uh, where they're broken and they begin to cry and I pray for them and I encourage them to give them the hope. And then I talk about my books. I tell them about my books and what I've went through to help them understand, you know, who I am. And, um, it, it helps them get through it. Not only does it help them get through, but it helps me to, to know my purpose and my plan on earth is just not to continue to walk my walk, you know, having a, a, a nine to five job, but to know that God has made me a soldier and to help these people get through by prayer, mm-hmm. by prayer. So it's, it's really gratifying, you know, to my heart. It makes my heart happy. It makes me glad that, that a little bit of um, a hope from God can get them, you know, the next day because we don't know what people go through. I say that all the time. No, that is so true. That is so true. I can just imagine somebody having just that short conversation with you, seemingly random, and then they walk away. They could be a changed person after that. Yes, yes. Lots of power there. 
And it's not a power just unto you. Everybody could realize that same power, yes? Yes, yes. You, If you take the time to uh, get in that quiet space with God and hear what he has to say to you, you'll be surprised that God will speak to you in the same way. You know, I think that a lot of people don't hear um, or don't know how to hear from God. And, and that's probably going to be in my next few books, but um, I'm getting ready to come out with a third book. But with that being said, I think that if you just take your time and listen at a quiet space and uh, as you pray, you'll be surprised at what you hear, what downloads from heaven. Ooh, downloads from heaven. That's put in terms people can understand. Yes, absolutely. I like the idea of your next book because I think people don't know how to listen or what to expect. It's it's not anything we're taught. You're correct. The church doesn't teach it. People don't teach it. Um, you know, that's the one thing that I talk about is that if you begin to know your identity in God, you will begin to know your purpose and your plan in your life. Um, you'll begin to understand um, your gifts and your calling. You know, the Bible says that we have all many gifts and many callings. You know, whether we choose to, to use it or not, that's up to us, you know, because it gives us free will to do it. But when you get uh, specific downloads from heaven, it's just powerful. When you go to minister to somebody and you begin to tell them about their lives and you have no clue who they are and they're looking at you like that's no nobody but the Lord. So th- those are the things, you know, when they're sh- in shock, you know, it's like, you know, God, I thank you because you chose me as a willing vessel to be able to get that um, secret uh, mystery thing that is up in heaven and you download it to me and I speak it out of my mouth for this person to help them, uh, to edify them, to uplift them and build them up. You know, knowing that God hears them, it's just a, 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 an amazing reward. That's that victory that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And oh, what a time, as you mentioned, that we're having these days. It's really difficult. Things cha- are changing so rapidly. Nothing's normal anymore. People aren't even normal anymore just because they're so stressed and confused that I would imagine that the opportunity to do the work that you do is even greater or at least magnified. It is because a lot of people are, you know, afraid. A lot of people are confused. They don't know what to do. They don't know what, um, you know, what the pandemic has, um, has entailed. You know, a lot of people has lost, lost, lost loved ones. So, you know, I think that this is an opportunity to, to opportunity to be able to witness the people at a place that they're able to receive. And I think a lot of people are receiving it because they have nowhere else to go or, you know, they don't they, they just don't know. But if you're able to minister to them at a place, then they they should be able to receive. And that's that's the part that that I love about God, because he's a mystery God. But then again, he shows you who he is. So I'm grateful. I just love him. Oh. oh, my. You know, it makes me think that we really have to look for the opportunities within tragedies that we're going through right now. As you say, many, many people have lost loved ones. And how do you reconcile all of that? But it does then open up parts of ourselves, perhaps, that we never knew was there or or new thoughts as you're presenting to us today. So I think we need to look at all of this as an opportunity to grow. Yes. 
Yes, you can always grow each and every day and learn something each and every day. So it's just what you're learning or what you choose to learn about. And my my thing is learning about God and who he is and how he loves us, you know, and how he doesn't want us to perish and have everlasting life. So our my, you know, that's the the, the calling that he has given me over my life is to tell people about who he is and how much he loves them and how he, he wants to have that intimate relationship with them. Now, what about people who listen and just flat out don't believe? What, what what do you do then? Well, I mean, I've I've encountered a few people, um, and all I can do at that point, at that moment is is tell them my my experience and my testimony. Usually, if you tell it from your perspective and your testimony, then that leaves them something to think about to say, hmm, you know. Maybe I do need to look into what God is about. Mm-hmm. So I've never had anybody shot me down yeah. when I talk about God and when I tell them what God has done for me and I tell them about the book. And, you know, I've had so much feedback um, and reviews on the first book, uh, how uh, a lot of people can relate to what I went through and, and how God uh, came through for them. So, um, you know, I just I just tell them my, you know, the the, the best way, to get to know somebody is to learn from their history and, and ask them questions about their life. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like a, uh, you know, I talk about it. Uh, I had the mask on. I had to take the mask off. I had to be transparent. And God said the only way that you'd be able to reach people is by being transparent with your story. Right. And I had to, I had to really dig deep to say, okay, I had to be transparent. Whether people judge me or not, I had to tell my truth. And that was one of the difficult things that I had to do mm-hmm. in my life is to tell my truth. Right. Was the second book easier for you to write after having written the first one? Yes. Yes. Because I think the first book was a lot of hurt and pain that yeah. I was going through the process mm-hmm. and going through the editing portion was very hard for me. Yes. Because I had to relive those moments that I went through with the hurt and pain. But as um, as God had opened up the door, uh, we, me and my husband began to travel because we're both pastors and we're ministers. So we, we travel with the book and we go to different churches and we preach. So um, with that first book, the more I kept talking about it, the easier it got. And I felt that the more I talked about it, the more healing I, be, I had in my heart and God had made me whole. So now I can talk about it and where I, when I used to cry about it. Mm-hmm. So that transitioned into this book, and it just took me to another journey on this book about how he made me to be a soldier, how it's important to to be um, uh, to put the full armor of God and talk about each each area of the of the soldier's um, um, armor, how important it is to fight that battle when you pray. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that he he took me on another journey there. But yeah, wow. definitely made me whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would think so. That first one was probably a rough one, but uh, yeah, now that you've gotten it out there, n- now you're on a mission. Yes, on a mission, <laughs> soul searching, <laughs> looking for souls to, for 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 them to get saved by the Lord. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Absolutely, and not, and not only that, but people that are saved. That need prayer. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I'm going to talk about that in the, in the next book. The, the next book, um, it's going to, uh, I'm going to be talking about my dreams and prophetic prophecies and deliverance and how I'm able to help people get through with their, uh, by praying for them and, and, uh, you know, them miraculously being healed and, 
being delivered by certain things. So yeah, I talk about that in the next book. I'm really excited. I'm I'm working on that now, finishing it up. Yeah. (laughs) So exciting. I love this journey that you are on and that you're helping others. So we say that you're an ordained prophetess. How did, how did that come about? Well, um, with my walk with God, it was in those secret places that the Lord began to speak to me about my gift and my calling. And, um, and Jeremiah talked about that he uh, had formed us in our, our uh, mother's womb, and he had called us to be a prophet to the nation. Now, a prophet is one that's an uh, oracle from the Lord. Um, it, he calls us friend. He, he doesn't uh, reveal anything but to the prophets. So when I got into that secret place with God, that's when that the prophetic had burst out of me, and uh, he had called me to be a prophet. And... Um, uh, when uh, I, you know, I, I talk about in the first book when I went to the to the church, I was helping build um, the, the the pastor at that church. She had kicked me out and told me that my gifts could be used somewhere else, not understanding who I was. But then um, I had a spiritual father that that picked me up and take, took me from that broken place of church hurt and ordained me as a prophet. So, you know, God began to use me um, when I would, uh, you know, speak to people prophetically speak to them about um, things from their past, present, and future, and that's how that came to be. But God is the one that had ordained me and said that I was a prophet. Mm -hmm. You said an interesting phrase, church hurt. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I've, I've had occasion to talk with people about that just very recently, looking back on my own experience of going to a public school, but then going to, this was Catholic school confirmation classes. And I never put the word church hurt to it, but that is exactly what it was. It was brutal the way we were taught or, or, or treated rather um, after school at, at these, at these catechism classes. I guess I never thought of the words church hurt. Yes. A lot of people are, um, broken from church hurt because that you you know when you go to a church you think that that's a place of uh like a safe haven a safety net for you when actually they they tend to abuse you you know it can be physically it can be mentally it can be sexually you know we you know a lot of things that's you know been coming out on the media and stuff like that but i um went to help this pastor in her church and i talk about it in the first book and, um, you know, she, she just, I guess she became jealous of me or whatever the case may be, you know, when I'm just trying to come to church and trying to love on God and try to love people. But she had told me, she had called me one day and told me that I can, um, remove myself from her church and that she, my gifts would be, um, would be, uh, useful somewhere else. And that was a hard, uh, pill to swallow because I'm like, here I am trying to, you know, live my life right and come to church and serve God and, you know, even though we're not supposed to look at the person, you know, and look up to them, they're still our leaders and they're supposed to help us get through our journey. But, you know, things happen for a reason. I got hurt and I left the church and some uh, another pastor had picked me up and, and took me as a spiritual daughter. And I've been under um, my um, my spiritual father, Apostle uh, Sean Miller, who's in uh, Mount Vernon, New York. So I'm, I'm grateful for for who he is and, and that he was able to see the, um, the person and the daughter that I am, uh, in God. So he took me up and, and, um, and, and I got healed from it, you know, with, through God. Um, yeah, that was tough. Tough. 
Oh, I can imagine. And, uh, and I know so many people because of early church hurt experiences never couldn't come out of that. And, and, you know, so they live a, a godless life. Yeah, a lot of people don't come back from that. And I thank God, you know what, Pat, I thank God for my foundation in his word because it was rooted in me. So whatever she did to me, I got hurt from it, but I was not wavering for my walk with God. So I thank God for the foundation. And, and it's important for us to read our Bible so that way we can get rooted in God's word so that way nothing may shake us out of our destiny and our calling. So she just you know, happened to kick me out and God put me in another location and I just began to prosper from there. That's when the book came out. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That was like an impetus for you to take it even further. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When someone says, no, you can't, sometimes that drives you to do more. Right. Interesting. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great conversation. Thank you. Wow. Um, let's talk about your cover. Where did the cover art come from? Well, my publisher, um, I have a self-publisher that did it. I had um, gave them the vision. Uh, I wanted it to bounce off of my first book. Mm-hmm. If you remember my first book, it has the heavenly uh, background with the purple. My Purple is my favorite color. <laughs> um, you know, um, I put the butterfly in it because I love butterflies. And I think that that's going to be, uh, well, actually, it is going to be the signature of my book. The butterfly is going to move at each, uh, with each book. Um, and then I just, because God told me he made me a soldier and his soldier, I just felt like I found a picture of, um, a woman in an armor and then that his hand and the light falling down on me from heaven. And that's how he made me to be a soldier. And that he was arming me and, uh, and he was arming me and equipping me by his armor. And it was only by him that was able to get me through the hard time. So that picture, when I saw the pic, the, the cover and I'm like, I, I just love this publisher, Epsilon Press, because what I ask for my vision, they truly bring it to pass. Don't, don't you like it? I do like it very much. Yeah. Was this Zulon Press? X-U-L-O-N? Is that who it was? Yes. 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 I know them. I I have a radio show on um, Salem Media Group. They are part of Salem Media Group. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. I, I, yeah. So I love working with them, and uh, they've been my uh, you know my publisher, um, getting the books out and stuff like that. Um, they've they've done a fantastic job in the second book. I can't wait for the third book. Oh. When that's going to come out. I can't, I'm so excited. Where are you in that process? I am at the, um, the ending, um, stages and then I'm going to submit it for, um, for editing. Editing. Okay. You're getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. It, it, it seems like God wants me to pop these books out every year because uh, the book came out in May. So this one will probably come out in May of next year. Right. I love mm-hmm. that. That's awesome. Well, just keep us on your list so we could keep learning from you because uh, lots to know. As we begin to wrap up, I want to make sure we're not missing anything that you wanted to talk about today. Um, just the only thing that, uh, for those of you that, that want to get the first book is called Behind the Prophetess Mask. Um, they can find me on Facebook on the Martha Thompson. They can find me on Instagram on the Prophetess Martha Thompson. 
Um, if they want a signed copy, they can inbox me. I can send them a signed copy. But other than that, it's usually on um, Amazon and on Exxon Press where they can get the book. But other than that, I mean, I just I just want to say that I don't know if you're aware of the full armor uh, pad, but uh, a lot of um, pastors don't really talk about the cloak of zeal, which I talk about it in the book. And um, so my each chapter talks about each armor. Uh, from the head down to your feet, so it, it, it gives you an insight of not only that um, that you're doing this this walk spiritually, but also physically. So you have to put your full armor. The other thing I want to talk about is uh, in the book. On uh, let me see what page it is. Uh, I'm trying to look for it, but I have a I had uh, submitted a, a a picture on thir- on 33. Uh, image of Jesus while I was in the sky, and you see the silhouette on that picture mm-hmm. on uh, page 33 when I was on my way to um, to Texas for an award that I was nominated for my sec- uh, my first book. So I talk about that, and then there's another picture in here. I'm trying to find the page, what page that is on, um, about my encounters in the sky. Uh, and I had um, I had went to the dentist. This is on page 118. I went to the dentist. And I had my, my, uh, uh, the x-rays for my teeth done. Uh-huh. And when you look at the x-rays, it says I am backwards in my mouth. Oh. So <laughs> when you say, how do you know you've been a prophet? I said, God had called me to be a prophet. He says, I am that I am. And it's in, it's in my, uh, my teeth. <laughs> so I thought that that was real, uh, powerful when God wanted me to put this in here. I, I wanted to fall off the, uh, the, uh, the dental, dental chair. chair. When I asked the hygienist, I say, "Can you read that backwards to me, please, and tell me what it says?" And she says, "M A I." And I said, "What does that say?" She's like, "I am." Oh. I said, "God, you you have a sense of humor, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there for the readers. But yeah, go ahead and get the book. I'm telling you." It'll change your life. Oh, you are awesome. Martha Thompson and the Firebird Book Award winning book is titled A Maid Soldier Armed and Armored by God. Martha Thompson, you are an inspiration. Thank you for today. I'm so feeling so blessed to know you and to be able to share this with others. Well, thank you, Pat. Thank you once again for being on the show. Um, may you guys continue to be blessed and do what you do, helping others through your um your radio station. Take care and God bless.